together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke chapter 5 verses 17 to 26. On one of those days, as Jesus was teaching, there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by. We had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with him to heal. And behold, men were bringing on a bed a man who was paralyzed. And they sought to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up to the roof and they let him down with his bed through the tiles into their midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said, Men, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to question, saying, Who is this that speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? When Jesus perceived their questioning, he answered them, Why do you question in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Rise and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, rise, take up your bed, and go home. And immediately he rose before them and took up on and, and took up that on which he lay and went home. Glorifying God, and amazement seized them all, and they glorified God, and they were filled with awe, saying, We have seen strange things today. It's an amazingly beautiful text. And when one analyzes this and, and looks at it closely, there are lot, there's a lot that's going on, but there are a few words that I just want to bring out. There were a group of men that were bringing on a bed a man who was paralyzed. And they sought to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. That was their intention, to place him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd. There are lots of people who have ideas, they have good intentions. Husbands who want to do well to their wives, fathers who want to be present to their children. Wives want to be there and stand by their husbands. Mothers want to provide and be present. 
the people who have good intentions. Young people who want to follow Jesus faithfully. Men and women, young and old, they mean well. And so, like this group of men, their intention was to place their friend in the presence of Jesus. But they could not do it because of the crowd. And so, the presence of the crowd Mm -hmm. becomes a hindrance, it's a hurdle. It may be seen as a dead end. And so too in our lives. The intention is there. The desire is there. The will is there. But Mm -hmm. also there may be a hindrance. There may be something that is stopping you from achieving what you want to do. You may see that as a dead end. You may see that as an obstacle. But someone else may see that as an opportunity. As a means to an alternative. They could have easily went back home. They could have easily given up. They could have turned to their friend and said, well, you can see there's nothing we can do. But they refused to look at this situation and look at it and call themselves failures. They realize that plan A is not working. And they refuse to just give in and walk away. We don't know much about them except that they are men of faith. Why does it become easy for some of us to give up? Why do I allow the spirit of failure to creep in? Yes, I may miss a day of training, but I must try not to make that a habit. I must get up the following day. I may trip and fall while running but I must get up and do it again. You know, you ask any runners, those who are matured, good runners, seasoned runners. As they run, they get tired. And as they get tired, some of them, they lose the oomph to run. The desire may still be there, but their body cannot carry them. 
And if you are lucky enough to have a seasoned runner next to you, either he or she will run with you for a couple of kilometers or they will give you an advice. And one of the advice they could give you is that you run from one pole to the next and you walk the other pole. And so that's called pole to pole. Just run from this pole to that pole and the rest walk. Run pole to pole, the next pole you walk. And that allows you to take an alternative that I'm not going to remain standing, that I'm not going to give up, but I'm going to try differently. As it is beautifully said, if you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. If you can't crawl, whatever you do, do not remain standing. You and I cannot afford to fail. Just because things are not working out according to our plan, our envisioned plan, it doesn't mean you and I are a failure. Just because things are not as great as we anticipated, it doesn't mean you are a failure. Just because things are not rosy, it doesn't mean you are a failure. I need you to look right inside of you and listen to that cry that says it is possible. Just one more time, one more day. If you want to quit today, just don't quit today. Give me one more day. Try tomorrow. And only try it for one more day. That's all I'm asking for. I'm not asking you to try it for the next year. I'm not asking you to try it for the next season. I'm not asking you to try it for the next decade. Just one more day. If you want to give up today and you say you don't want to get out of bed, you don't want to go and look for a job, you don't want to start something new, I'm only saying to you, just give me one more day. One more day. You want to become sober? Just one more day. That's all I'm asking for. You want to stop gambling? You want to stop drugs? Just one more day. That's all I'm asking for. And the next day will take care of itself. But when you feel like giving up, just give me one more day. And may the Virgin Mother of God Continue to be with you, to protect, to bless, and to guide you. Almighty God, bless and protect us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.